We'll see. I think I think there's some momentum for it. But there are other things going like, on. Cut this shit out because it's yeah. Me up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like some states, a handful of handful of states, including like California, have kind of moved to try to do away with it. But of Dude. course, you need the whole country to be on board with it. But I mean, what Philippines don't do this shit? They don't. I don't know. <laughs> Why'd you just say that? You gotta look know. it up. I don't know. Look it up. Look it up. How's the sound okay? Yeah, yeah, sounds you sound great. All right. <laughs> I'm trying a new position because my new my neck position? was hurt. Yeah, because my neck was hurting from last week. So <laughs> it hurt a little bit that day. So I'm trying a new like seated position. <laughs> what are you what are you using? Are you using like a, a laptop or are you using a, a phone? Nah, a... I'm just using my phone mm-hmm. and the uh Do you have a laptop in front of you? I don't. I'm actually sh- on the market for a new oh, okay. uh should or a new laptop at that point well, that new maybe like uh a, re- a refurbished old yeah, one because yeah, yeah. <laughs> at that point we could start doing videos that'd be pretty fun all right okay okay i'll i'll get back to the serious shopping for one yeah dude um let me just get the notes here. yeah yeah i could have sworn like my you know like how apple products you know they're so like intuitive with each other i could have sworn See, now it shows up. What the fuck? What showed up? So uh, you know how we share the note, right? Yeah. And, and with that, if you have a Mac or if you have like a like one of those Mac laptops, it'll share across, the, the note will save all across your devices so you don't ever have Oh, okay. And then I was having trouble because you sent me these notes and I was like, what the fuck? It's not showing up on my desktop. And... It's showing it just up took on my a while. Phone. So I was like, oh, I'll text it. And this is why I'm taking fucking forever to even start this podcast. But it shows up like right now. And I just like copy and paste uh, it took, everything. It's like, it took a while. Then, thanks, huh? guys. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get a new, I'm probably going to get a new uh, MacBook. Dude, you should. I didn't, I didn't know this though, but they did away with the traditional USB port. Yeah. Okay, so you so if I had something that required that, I'd have to get a converter a little, for that. There's like a little adapter that um, I bought for to expand mine actually, because I have one of these like you know expensive like iMac 27 inches, you know like oh, decked okay. out. But then, yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, it it does have those those ports like the, the old school USB ports, but you have right. to buy this because now everything's the USB C now, like it's. It just looks like this even pinned, like cylindrical, well, I'd say oval type uh, or rounded. Yeah. Why did? Yeah. Why did? What was the reasoning behind that? I think behind changing changing well, that. In my experience, the old school USBs started to fail, like the little ports. I think uh-huh. there was just too many, maybe like uh, plastic parts in them, and like the contacts were getting messed up. Because oh, really? Over time, oh. like as like a someone that uses media and has to like transfer files and has connected yeah. to like hard drives and shit. Like I've been, there'd be times where I'm stressed out and like I'm yanking them out and I'm like freaking jamming them back in. And it's oh, like, like, that's the type oh. of shit that So they were up. unreliable. Yeah. Now there are these okay. little things and this little connector connect make, allows me to connect like multiple screens, have more ports. It's pretty cool. It has like a card reader. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so as someone who's not like a heavy tech media yeah, yeah. 
I'm not my my field isn't media, so I don't have to use these things a lot. Oh, yeah. So it kind of well, you're a it didn't dawn on me so that maybe yeah. yeah right <laughs> it didn't dawn on me that maybe oh yeah the traditional method was probably inefficient for people like you yeah yeah, yeah. You know, okay all right that makes a little bit more sense to me now okay yeah. and I'm I'm a careful dude but when I get fucking flustered man I start <laughs> I start, start breaking shit. things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why, I, why have we gone through five computers in the past month? <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't wait for you to get one because at that point, you know, we'll start doing all types of shit. Like if you had like a GoPro or if you had like a little camera, you're even I've been telling so many fucking people about using their phone to, to like, you know, at least get footage of their kids or like get footage of themselves in the gym. You know, like they'd be doing that narcissistic shit. But yeah, like them, what I'm what I'm gonna do later this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you know how to set up your iPhone to record a certain way, and I can tell you this, mm. but until you do that, that's when you can really take advantage of how amazing an iPhone video camera is. I used an iPhone 11. I, I created an entire highlight reel of of a small vacation I went on, and people went nuts over it. Yeah, I saw so, I saw crazy. that footage yeah. a little bit. Well, I'm gonna have to have you tutor me then, yeah, because yeah. Uh, it's basically be a what I do. At some point. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in my free intro right yeah, now, no, but, or not right now. Because, but well, the thing yeah. is, what, what I when I do when I share some of my training footage, you know, I just record video and then I yeah. use the uh, One of the, apps the in there. I yeah the iMovie yeah, thing dude. to just kind of splice you know it a little that. bit. Okay. Some people don't know how to do anything, which no, is No, but I saw fine. what you did. What I saw I saw what you did in your previous footage from your vacation and you you do you were doing some like movie shit where yeah. you're zooming in, zooming out, you've got music playing over the thing. Yeah. I want to learn how to do that. Yeah, and it's so easy, oh, man. Amazing. Yeah, it's Oh, so really? Easy. Okay. Like as long as you All put right. the time in to learn it and you're a martial artist, man. So you believe in like the long-term effects of certain things, right? If, as long yeah. as it's something you believe in once you get into this shit dude you're you're probably gonna have a course on hapkido at some point or, or, or <laughs> yeah or right after like, class all right now I keep telling Rocky, man, like he i told him the same thing i was like someone had and, and this is something that my wife told me really recently so she interviews like entrepreneurs and people that have changed their lives to um to better to to be their own sole i mean an entrepreneur and um she talked to this woman that was homeless, dude. Like, and she had children, and she had to go shelter to shelter. And the only the only place that would let them hang out is the the library. So she'd be in the library while the librarians would be watching her kids, and um, they were cool with it because you know they saw her trying to grind, and all she was doing was using the internet, you know, trying to get like gigs and like Fiverr gigs, like anything that she can get her, her hands on. And at this point, uh, she ended up getting a gig just on a whim, and that you know, triggered and chained into a big momentum shift in her life. And she just took advantage of it. And uh, now she's making a ton of money and she's, you know, living the way she wants to live, being homeless, you know, and, and yeah. all it was, was just, you know, that grit and determination and like learning something new. And uh, she, she told us like, you know, maybe you, should, you guys should, because we were told, we were telling her, telling her about our business woes and our ups and our downs. And she was like, well, how long has Sean been doing uh, real estate photography? And I've been doing it for maybe like four, like four years, but like three independently. Yeah. And she was just like, dude, needs to make a course. So I was like, oh, shit. Wait, so what did this woman do? Like, well, what was she studying at the library? So she was studying a bunch of things. 
so like you know like self-help and then like how to side like just a bunch of things like side hustles and um she ended up being a like a coach like she she kind of like learned everything in that library like used the internet read the books she just turned, it, turned into like a life coach or something. Yeah, no, like I'll, I'll put the uh, I'll put the link in the description uh, to my wife's podcast because it actually went live the other day. And, oh, okay, and it's it inspired her so much that she got me on this, and I was just like, damn. I, I Good for him. But it, it'll push. Well, shout any, out it'll to push the anybody, com- you know. Yeah, well, shout out to to the community being able yeah. to use the public library, have the librarians like help look after the kids while yeah. the mom is trying to make something happen yeah dude. i mean that's that's that speaks well for that community right there i agree um what was your week like well it's kind of funny well i let's you know the weekend seems like it kind of went by in a flash to be quite honest last saturday after i was done with my clients the plan was to go back to kid usa and put up a wall mount to hang up a heavy bag big fail because i didn't have all the tools that i needed to finish the job and i should have opened the box before we got started but i thought to myself like concrete or something well that was one of the issues it was there was no problem drilling it was the the makeup of the wall was kind of funny so certain places where i thought there was there's supposed to be a stud wasn't quite there and then we didn't have a ratchet wrench set it, it, there was a bunch of things that were missing so yeah. we're gonna try again this weekend <laughs> yeah i mean and so um try to do it yourself but well we need at least like two other people for something yeah. like this so um owner of the schoolmaster kong's gonna be out there with me and and rocky helping out and he's done things like this before so we have guidance by the master. So that's gonna that's gonna help out a lot. And to be quite honest, I was so excited about putting up a heavy bag. You know, it's a new toy at the gym that we get to use, and we're like, yeah. But because I couldn't do it, it was such a big emotional letdown for me. I was kind of surprised at how let down I was. That the rest of the Saturday, I just didn't really want to do anything else. I just got home and I just wanted to stare at my my ceiling. <laughs> So it took a lot of steam out of me. Oh, hey. uh, so that that was my weekend. <laughs> once that once that actually goes up and you can use it, you're gonna feel so much better about it. Oh, it's just gonna be this big accomplishment, and it's only just one bag, which is so stupid because we've had bags hanging at the gym before, but because we've done a lot of remodeling the downstairs, we've had to take those bags down, and now we haven't had heavy bags for. I want to say close to two years hanging in the downstairs area. Yeah. So once we have this one up, it'll be fun. It'll be nice. It'll be, it'll be easier as a coach too, because sometimes you have beginners come in and you'd like to have them work on the heavy bag for a little bit on certain things. So once that, once that is done, it'll be such a almost relief. (laughs) How was your weekend? It was good, man. I went to on Saturday. Went to the skate park. My sister's in town. She's a she's a California to Texas. Uh, fucking, Boo. I know, right? Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She's an import. Go back, go um, back. But anyway, back. she just moved kidding. to uh, yeah. She moved to Austin, and um, she she's back. She's visiting, and it's cool. Like, uh, hey, hey, I saw that footage uh, with over 
with you and your kids at the skate park. Yeah, your yeah. your younger one is are, is is your younger one getting better about being at the skate park and that being such a brat? Because I remember yeah, you yeah. mentioned before yeah, yeah. that sometimes you can only spend yeah. like 15 minutes there with your older yeah, yeah. one because your younger yeah. one gets all yeah, kind of bratty. Okay, think, that's uh, good. It just it was just those terrible twos. Like he's on his way to three, so it's. I think we're on the tail end of the meltdowns because okay, man, his meltdowns are <laughs> fucked, man. I, I I'm not gonna get into, it, but it's it's a lot. And he, he, <laughs> you know, he doesn't stop, and then I guess he gets that that quality from me maybe because I don't stop. Like nice. if I want something or if I'm like, yeah, I just don't stop. He, he doesn't stop. Uh, I got some mini sparring my my son had some mini sparring like earlier in the week oh he's sparring already uh, just like very light contact drill um but uh it was very like freestyle so that's why i can i consider it a little bit of sparring but uh he had to be you know him and his training partner they're just more concerned about each other they're just like i don't want to hurt javian you know he's you know they don't want to kick too hard but mark does a really good job of monitoring what they're doing and, yeah, it's a weird uh, thing for some kids, right? Because it is, they're told their time. Yeah, they're, they're told their whole entire young life that's like, don't punch, don't kick, oh, yeah. you know, don't hit. And I was like, wait, you want me to punch and kick this guy? Exactly. So it's a little weird too. You know, but he has. That's you know, cool. What's so funny is he has these things where he like, I'll show him UFC fights, and he'd be like, he, he'll ask, he'll go, how come he, how come they're not wearing pads? And I go, well. Because they're stupid. I know. Son. And I go, well, because they're is... idiots and they made bad choices. So he life. goes, yeah, he asked that question. I go, well, he, this is what he does for money. And he goes, that's what he does for money? And he goes, does he, can he get a motorcycle? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he can get a motorcycle. And he goes, can he get an Iron Man mask? You know, one of those. Can he get those... an Iron Man mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can he wear it during the fight? He, I don't know why he freaking <laughs> considers that like. A job, I, I guess, because he sees me. I take pictures as a job, and he and he's been wanting to work. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about right now. But speaking of the fight, give him some time. <laughs> give him some time. You'll know. <laughs> we had a lot of fights this weekend, man. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. So, were you you were you able to watch all of them? I wasn't able to watch every single one. Uh, I was able to watch Bellator, um, UFC, and I was able to watch the highlights from the Eagle FC. But yeah, let's start with event. the let's start with some of the notable performances yeah, yeah. Right from the UFC event, Ankalaya versus Santos. Let's talk about the main event. What'd you think? What'd uh, you think of Ankalaya's performance versus Santos? Ankalaya takes a decision. Man, what did we say last week? Well, I thought it would be a finish. Yeah. I thought it'd be a finish because these both of these guys are really good strikers. Uh, but I think because there was a lot at stake for oh, both of them, totally. you kind of saw a little bit of that trepidation. But there were moments of some high action. Uncle Live, super accurate with the striking, though. Yeah. Super accurate, not not reckless with how he chooses to attack. I thought it was a, a nice, clean performance by Uncle Live. I agree. I thought he was going to go to his wrestling a little bit earlier. Maybe. Yeah, I, I didn't know that he had that in the bag, know, but apparently... But apparently, very good at it. Yeah. And I think Paul Felder agrees with you. I think Paul Felder thought that Ankalaev would go to his grappler grappling sooner in the fight. Yeah. But maybe, maybe there was just something he saw that where he was just more comfortable trying to pick him apart with distance. But I would have stayed away too, man, because Santos has power, man. He was catching yeah. some crazy shit. 
and he's like explosive in these short bursts. Any, I didn't, I didn't realize this, but Thiago Santos is 38 years old, still out there trying to do it. Good for dude. him. He's a big dude too. He probably yeah, kind of crazy, kind of crazy. He's married to that. Uh, she Russian maybe uh, the Yana Kuninskaya. She uh, oh really? She's still in the UFC right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, they, there's a what... lot of uh, <laughs> public affection on that page on Yana's thing. Is like, there? Ah, uh, boo. No, no, no. You'll see like Santos <laughs> I, and uh, I unfollow immediately. <laughs> you'll, you'll see Santos <laughs> and her in some like really dramatic. They pay for like dramatic photos and stuff. Really? Yeah. In the business, oh, so we they're call taking it, their in, they yeah, take their Instagram seriously. They take it seriously. So. What do you call business, it? In business? We call it um, just for the fuck of it photos or just for the fuck of it videos. Really? Yeah, because they're just like no purpose, right? It's like where where did you find this field? <laughs> like, were you just there, or like anyway? Well, you know there are some people, and I guess fighters aren't immune to this either. That they may they basically take these road trips just to take photos at something, or they that... travel for training too, man. Some people travel a lot for training. I wonder. I wonder if Santos and um and what's her name again? Yana. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like I want. Do they? I mean, they're married. Does that mean they train at the same gym? Yeah, they both train at a okay. American Chop Team. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> American Chop Team. I wonder how that that how that dynamic works out. You know, sometimes these high intensity athletes need their own space. Yeah. You know, so that there's relief from domestic pressures yeah. or whatnot. But if they're working together they're well, that's good. Training. You know, when fighters date fighters, it's they're both fucking crazy. Anyway, <laughs> whatever do you mean, Dude, Sean? Come on now. <laughs> I, I think to be a fighter at that level, there is something that's a little off or a little outside of the box. Um, compared to us civilians. And we'll get yeah, into yeah. that later with some I of the, the only latest no- news. <laughs> the only normal couple I've ever met, though, is probably the Melendez couple. They're, oh, Carrie like Ann and Gilbert? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, they've, ha- they've had their shares of, like, craziness, but for the most part, I met them a few times, and they were they were really nice. All right. And normal to me. Well, now Santos is going to be spending a lot of time at home because <laughs> where, do, where does he go from here? Oh, man. <laughs> He's not. It's not gonna uh, drop him too far. I mean, he just. I think he still has it, but I think he maybe has like two more fights until, like, a really huge decline happens, and they're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do with him. Like, if he yeah. if he knocks his the next two people out, he could go in another run. But right. I mean, because he still right has now, that knockout right ability. now. Who's the champ? It's Glover, right? I feel like yes. At any point, one of these guys can probably take him. And yeah, because Glover is so chinny, yeah, right? He is, dude. Remember what Jones as the champion? Did to him and then oh, like, I, well, even in the fight against Jan that he won in the first round, it almost like looked and over, it, and then he turned it around with his grappling. Very, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of things can happen at light heavyweight right now. For sure. So does Ankalaev's stock go up a lot because Not of this really. performance? I mean, I think he did the right thing and played it safe. But mm-hmm. he'll, I mean, there's not a lot of talent in light heavyweight anyway. So they're probably going to market him pretty well if he wants to fight again. But who's he going to fight again? Like, he, I mean, he, well, he had, some I think he would have a hard, I think he'd have a hard time finding 
certain yeah. light heavyweights that would want to fight him because so right. I, th- I don't think, again, like we were talking about, he didn't put himself in danger a lot. And he does have his grappling. So he's a very well-rounded fighter that may seem like a an awkward matchup for some of these light heavyweights that are trying to maintain their ranking, right? Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I mean he's on a streak, though, man. Yeah, he is on a hell of a streak. Dude. But the performance, you're right, didn't set the world on fire. Yeah. But he did the job. That doesn't mean anything. Because, you know? dude, imagine getting caught by fucking Tiago Santos. And you know for sure Tiago probably trained for this. He looked pretty, he looked, you know, he looked great. Like, yes. As far as, like, physically, yes. he, looked, he, looked, he looked good. And, and he know? wasn't shy. He wasn't no. shy necessarily about throwing his shots when no. he found his opening. And I, I told my son, I was like, look at his chest. And he goes, why? And he With goes, the oh, hammer. I go, that's <laughs> Thor's hammer right there. He goes what and he tried to look at it and it was just too hard because he was moving really yeah. quick i mean for light heavyweight he still moves pretty fucking quick yeah and 38 yeah 38 i mean very impressive yeah and you called it uh let's 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 uh, let me jump to a, another fight on that card we were talking about uh song versus marias oh my god and you called it you were thinking like this might be marias's Exit That's interview, it, so to speak, <laughs> and, and boy, they didn't do did, many favors, dude. Man, song like put it on him, dude. It, it, right out of the gate, song was looking to just leave his mark, dude. Now he has all these fucking tattoos. He's been hanging out in Sacramento too much, man. Yeah, well, you he's hang got out with so the many team tattoos, Alpha Male. He's with Alpha Male. <laughs> he's speaking oh, English now. You seen that? Well, I wonder. I wonder if also he has taken on the. Uh, characteristics of Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber is a big health nut. Yeah. Eats a certain way. That kid's shredded. That type of thing. He's 24 years old, dude. That, that's very impressive. Kung Fu Monkey. Is that legit? That's not his That's the nickname name. he wanted, apparently. Well, I, you know, I get sometimes it. the Americans give it to you and you just go with it. Dude, he, <laughs> no. He, I mean, he's... You saw the... You see the combo he got him with, though. Yes. <sighs> That was I mean, fucking, uh, that was nasty. it was clean, and I think right out the gate, Morales looked surprised yeah. at how aggressive Song was coming at him with. Song was so it, it took it took Morales like a, a minute to kind of find his footing and feel like he could get started with some of his offense. But by that time, I think Song was kind of already going down. Punching downhill almost. Yeah. Like he had all, like all of the emotional momentum. How'd you see that? Yeah. I mean, I felt like Marais thought he was going to be kind of the aggressor and maybe push uh, uh, Song back. Because that's but, what he was used to in his past yeah, performances. Yeah. Like, right? He was the bully most of the time, but Song was already in his face. <laughs> like, like, I think Song, I think that was his, that's like his, like a round one pace. Mm-hmm. And Song was just doing what he does, like, on a regular, but then it was already too fast for Marlon Marais because, dude, he the the combo he caught him with, it it didn't even look like he put much into it, but it was it just landed clean on his chin. It was know? super balanced. You could yeah. tell he wasn't reaching for it. Yeah, and it was you know like, it's really hard to catch someone with an uppercut too. And he caught him within that combo. There was an uppercut that really, I don't know, it probably tuned him out at some point. It's always like he's looking for it that, like he could see it that. 
entire round and just looking for it, right? Yeah. And it was only one one round, right? Was it one round? Yeah. Yeah. Holy that, and I, I thought of what you said. I said, wow, this, I mean, this might be it for Mariah's. I, I strongly think that's it for him. I mean, it's, he, this is the most losses he's ever even taken, like his whole entire career. It's all in the U.S. What streak is this? This will be four, four straight. All, My, really? Not, but get this, all fucking stoppages. Ouch. That can't be healthy. TKO, TKO. Yeah, that, that can't be healthy. <laughs> all, all against like big fucking names too, man. Corey Sanhagen, Rob Font, uh, Mira Duwalish, Billy. And I guess there's no shame in that, but at the same time, you do want to win well, in the pros. Be, you're supposed to beat those guys if you're... Oh, well, I mean, he is kind of in the middle. He's like a middle veteran where he was fighting a lot at, like, World Series of Fighting when it was... it was Because he was a champ there, right? World Series of Fighting, mm-hmm. I think it was. Jeez, I need to... Yeah, it was World Series of Fighting. He was the champ there. And it's like... He's been fighting a long time, though, dude. How old is he? He's not that old, 33. though, right? 33. Okay, at that weight division, yeah. you're starting to see the other end of it, I yeah, think. But you, you're taking those L's via knockout. I think it's time to... Oh, God. I decided to reevaluate certain things in your life. And, you know, him being a Brazilian, and he's still young, but he should probably be a commentator for one of the, like, LFAs or something like that. <laughs> Man, you are really like him. you are just showing him the door real fast. Sean. I'm just trying you to get him an wait. opportunity to do yeah, something yeah. else. Just man. get out here, just like yeah, Marlon, you're done. It's like you might as well. I don't know how much his salary is, but man, he'll probably be better off like having a UFC gym. Good for okay. It's good to have other people like you looking out for this guy's yeah. future. Yeah. Well, to be to be honest, I I didn't. I wasn't able to catch every other every fight worry, from that event is there any other notable performance from oh dude Khalil from that one? Fuck, dude. so he I, go ahead so he uh his muay thai was amazing so you'll want to watch that just just for the hell of it because carl robertson he's no joke but i think he was up a weight class because he's usually an 85er um but Khalil roundtree uh dropped Carl Robertson or I think they were there was a grappling exchange and then he stood up and he threw a body kick to uh Carl Robertson while Robertson was down and it was it was scary because it almost looked like he was gonna kick him in the face, you know? Mm. But, but it was legal though. It was legal and I think that really fucked his ass up. Like that's what pretty much led to the end. Ah, okay. that was a cool technique by Khalil Roundtree and uh hopefully I mean, why not? Why don't you set up Khalil Roundtree versus Ankoliev? Hey, okay. They were on the same card. I think Khalil Roundtree's uh, background story can help lift Ankoliev's profile as well. For sure. Uh, Khalil Roundtree has a history of... uh, He used to be, like, obese, right? Yeah. Like, dangerously obese. And now he's an elite. UFC athlete, yep. and I think it's a story that a lot of people could get behind. Yeah, dude. He's, and everyone feels good for that guy. Yeah, I think I don't know if he had someone. I think they said that he someone else came in to help. Like 
Go for his camp. Yeah, why am I thinking of Denver? Huh? Whatever. Um, Drew Dober versus uh, Terrence McKinney. If you watched that fight, oh my god, Terrence McKinney. I think we we uh, we, we called we called we called this wrong. <laughs> yeah, but he pretty much had Drew Dober in trouble the entire round, and all of a sudden Drew Dober comes back and that experience. The experience, experience, man. Totally. <laughs> we didn't give Drew Dover a chance. No, no. I think we I mentioned we... the experience, too. We're like, man, we this guy say, got well, 30 fights. Or like, we're like, oh, that, that's got to be a lot of road, uh, a lot of mileage on there. How, yeah. how he's going up against a young gun? No way, right? Well, yeah. that's why we're not professional athletes, Sean. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Alex Pereira-Bruno Silva fight, that was a pretty fun fight. I think Alex Pereira is really got his sights set yeah, on uh, but I Israel. Feel like he still has. He really has his sights set on Israel, knowing what his performance was against him in kickboxing. I still think he has probably like a fight or two away. He probably has. You need some time to build his profile up. Yeah. I don't and, think he would be. And he needs to... some notable expor- ex- uh, notable fighters. He yeah. needs to be exposed he needs to. to. Be exposed, and he needs more. But he, I, I could see why he's looking ahead because, you know, Israel isn't getting any younger. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be in a situation, well, okay, now I'm ready, but then Israel's already going off into the sunset. Yes. So I'm, he wants that money fight, like, sooner than later. <laughs> so he's trying to build that narrative so that people will call for it. So it's not a bad move by Pereira. Dude. Shout out to... What about the Javed Basharat Trevin Jones fight? Trevin Jones didn't know this. Saw a Guamanian flag back there, and the and the the interview at the end, because uh, Javed uh, Basharat. Check this story out. So Javed Basharat and Trevin Jones were tra- were training at Extreme Couture or something like that. They mm-hmm. both trained over there, I think. And Javed, I think, uh, I think Trevin Jones was training there before, and I think when COVID happened, he had to like take a hiatus of some sort and then Javid was like oh I'm gonna go to Extreme Couture this fight happens and uh, Trevin Jones was like hey I want to train <laughs> Extreme Couture but Basharat is training there so he had to pretty much train elsewhere and uh, Basharat wins Basharat did you know that for Basharat when he was 11 and 0 all of them were finishes no way yeah all of them were like like knockouts and Knockout submissions submission, like no, yeah yeah wow like, that, that guy like when I remember uh when we did the podcast, I was like, man, I wish I could have talked about this guy. Because I remember I've seen him. And, dude, this guy is pretty fucking good, man. But uh, he, you know, it was a clinic for him. Like, he was faster. But Trevin Jones wasn't, wasn't going away. And then at the end, uh, Trevin Jones just wanted to shout out his, his homie, uh, Kyle Reyes, who uh, passed away. Uh, what was that, last year or something like that? That dude, Kyle Reyes, he was, yeah, he was a cool dude. Uh, I think I saw a highlight of that. Yeah. Part of the interview. Yeah, he was he was also training with Chris Carriasso for a long time too, and then that's how I knew about him. Okay, Chris Carriasso out in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, what else? Well, Guido Quinetti. Did you see that one? No, I did not. Dude, he's like almost forty, and he and he cakes the dude that uh that that uh Sean O'Malley beat in that really what, crazy fight. What weight class? Wait, what weight class is this? This is thirty five. Guido Canetti versus... Oh, my Chris God. Cassino. 35, 40 years old? Almost. He's, uh... What time is oh, he's 42. Holy shit. 42? Dude, he looked... Oh, man. Quick as fuck, bro. Watch this fight. Because that fight... Oh, my God. 
Wait, what fight is that again? Ninja Kennedy versus... Uh, Wait, Ninja, is that his real oh, first name? It's Guido. <laughs> it's Guido. He, Guido, does that mean he's an Italian? Guido, Guido Kennedy? Oh, he's Ar- Argentinian. Okay, Argentinian. Guido Kennedy versus who did he fight? Uh, Chris Mutino. Okay. And Chris Mutino fought uh, Sean O'Malley. And, and remember, they both had different color hair. Yes. And, and yeah. it was like fight of the freaking month or something like that. Yeah, it probably like ruined a bun- number of TV screens because of all the color <laughs> flying through there. Um, so man, I'm 42 years old. What? 42. We could at still that, do at it, that man. That weight class, that is <laughs> yeah. incredible. That's very impressive. Dude, he was so fast. Oh my god, man. He's gonna be a problem if he still has this the same intensity. If he's not collecting retirement. <laughs> I know, right? Check that fight out, guys. All right, I'm gonna get, no, no, get inspired that, as an old guy. What about that flying knee in the in the first freaking prelim? I didn't see that one either. I'm telling you, as I missed Matt a lot, T, man. His last name start, ends in an "ov" or like an "ov." Right there. <laughs> is he from? He's not from Dagestan, is he? Let's see. <laughs> he is from Russia. Same thing. Are you okay. So he flying knee knockout right out right out the gate. And this is that light heavy dude. Those guys. What? Those guys don't fly. That's probably the one flying technique he had for that entire night. And he said, okay, I'm done. Now I got to stay on the ground. Dude, what about <laughs> Tef- his opponent, uh, Tefon? I don't know how to spell, say this, Ch- Chukwi? He's from Cameroon. <laughs> I guess Cameroon is starting to uh, oh, produce Cameroon some, coming up. some fighters now. Well, Francis Ngannou swears yeah. that there's Most a lot of people like him. So There you go. But So who won that fight? The flying knee? Who else? The guy with the OV at the end of his name. Okay. okay. That's a, something you could always... <laughs> yeah. Something you always that you could that. always count yeah, on, I wonder guys. what the stats are. Of, of anything that aims, uh, that has a CH with a, and a K in the last name, yeah, uh, bet on guys, that guy. I wonder if any of, you got, any of these guys can make a, a stat of, like, how many Dagestani, like, Russians are actually freaking winning versus UFC fighters. Well, I wonder if it has something to do with the amateur scene out there where yes. they're able to build a lot of experience and the before they go pro. Too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know from the from the boxing side of it, the amateur scene in Eastern Europe and Russia is very, very busy. You know, these guys will have like a hundred amateur fights. True. So that's what you need, right? They're there. like really, yeah. America needs a scene like that. Look at Peter Yan to kind of build up the pros. Peter Yan's going to be fighting Aljamain soon. And is that fight really going to happen? It is. Oh wait, <laughs> me, you know what? I don't know if it's going to happen that's soon, soon, saying, but man, I think it is going to happen. All right. Well, but wait, before before we do that, before we get into that, can you just kind of go over Bellator two seventy six? The main event, Borix versus Brunel. The the highlights from that were wild. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I was actually pretty impressed that uh, Brunel's got kind of a chin, huh? He does. And Borix was throwing everything. Yeah, bad. Borix was trying to break his skull. But I mean, you, you could tell. I mean, gosh, man, he's this kid is only like twenty eight years old. He's freak. His nickname is the kid. For God's sakes. <laughs> Man, he, he was trying to i mean i get it though because when you're young and you're coming up especially in a different uh league or or organization you, you have to stand out and he's been mm-hmm. a standout for a long time in, in bellator and you know this kind of just shows how dominant he can actually be 
But were you surprised that Burnell wasn't insisting on turning it into a grappling fight? I, I was. And some people fall in love with their freaking striking, man. And it's like, they think they that's like the... Or maybe that was just his game plan. Mm. And he didn't You think to... like he thought he really thought that I can I, I could fight this guy where he's most comfortable and still be better? I guess. And you know, he's had a lot of submissions on his record, man. It's it's really surprising. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of reach. So I don't know why he would... There might be something we don't know that happened in his training. That's true. That or perhaps that happened in the beginning of the fight. Right, right. There could have been something broken or something that's strained. Yeah, Yeah, so there's a lot of things we don't know sometimes. But usually this many days out from the event, if something really did happen, maybe we would have found out about it, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he's very tight-lipped. Maybe he's one of those no-excuses kind of guys and just kind of took the L. I mean, I didn't see see the co-main because that was a... putting my kid to sleep that was there's a lot there was a lot that i I didn't see it either yeah so i i did see that phil davis had an easy time dominating with wrestling so i mean that's that's kind of his mo right yeah it's kind of what he's great at but it's also what a lot of people don't like about his fighting style even though it's it's effective for him he gets he gets the w any way he can and he's using what he's strong at you can't hate on him too bad for that. And to tell you the truth, the, the prelims were probably more exciting than the main card because the majority of them were finishes. So I watched those on YouTube. They had a fight that they, they didn't post on here. It was like a... I think there was a was it one of those early prelims? Yeah, there was one that they just didn't show. And then so Is that the one that maybe they it's two local fighters maybe, and it's yeah. all their friends yeah, and yeah. family in the crowd? Dude, one, <laughs> that one fight, that dude, Cody Law, who did he, who that did he guy fight? Was a fucking animal. I never, I've never seen this guy, but uh, he fought this. Guy. His name's James Adcock. <laughs> Look at you! How old are you? How old are you? Oh, come on! Yeah, I know. <laughs> come on, poor James. 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 Sean doesn't mean it. Sean doesn't mean it. What's What's your nickname, James? Oh, he doesn't so, have a nickname. So what did what Cody Law just piece him up? Yeah, and you know what I'm. I'm going to say this, man. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, these guys that are, like, have good records. And you'll notice on on the red corner side, they all have good records. And then on the other side, they have, like, kind of shitty records. So it's like... Been, <laughs> so is this I the tradition like... <laughs> that we're talking about with Bellator, like, yeah. matching up I feel like they stars match up, with cans? They probably got the future stars with the local cans, is what oh. I'm saying. So wow, that's, like... like so not only are they trying to build up their stars, they're, they're just trying to sell the, tickets. The local they're trying to sell exactly. like, tickets to like smart, where they're though, at. Man, man if they that's win. smart, but God, that's transparent, Scott Coker. Yeah. <laughs> you're being pretty transparent right there with what you're trying to do. Yeah. So do you think do you think the the locals who come out to support their their friends? Do they know that their friends are being set up? No, you know because, what I mean? Because these do they know they went to you know, James? To yo, James, man, he's gonna get his ass whooped. Do you, you think that that's what James's friends are like? I know. It's like no, saying, no, no. I bet you James's friends are like, hey, man, because Where, where's he from? He's I from... don't know. I'm not gonna give it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> but I mean, do you, I mean, 
but they gotta be thinking also like, yo, this is your chance to kind of break out. Yeah, that's what you I'm know, saying. they were gonna see their hey, homeboy man, like show out. Yeah, right. You're gonna support. But I wonder if there's also a part of them that's just like, man, you just you're just trying to <laughs> fucking you're trying to build up your guy and you're trying to sell tickets. I've sold a hundred tickets and now they're gonna see me get my ass whooped. Yeah. I feel bad. I mean Remember remember when we were talking about the Deanna uh, as uh, as Orgovala versus Kira Batar and how Kira Batar was only four eleven, yeah, she was every yeah. bit four eleven. Really, <laughs> dude. The, uh, when I watched it, because Deanna, you know, she's a Deanna's a dime piece, right? So, um, and how tall is Deanna again? She's at, she's five seven, five seven versus four eleven. Yeah. So and See, mind you, Deanna as a is a freaking. I think she's a Russian wrestling champion or something like that okay female all right and, so uh, what happened so she deanna thought that she could kind of strike with uh with kira and mind you kira is like a firecracker but like she's she's kind of a heavier set towards the bottom okay so you could tell like she's a little bit more explosive with her legs right her strategy was to get in and this is this this is what i found out also is she was um this is a late a late replacement fight i don't know how much notice she had but Oh. Um, she she came in her game plan was to kind of strike fast get inside and try to clinch and uh, mm-hmm. just kind of get in with that dirty boxing and it just wasn't working but she was getting her against the fence but you're you're talking about a wrestling champion in russia you know what i mean like, yeah what are you trying doing to clinch here? with somebody yeah that but i get but it at the same time close, i think that's you know? that, that sounds like the right strategy though yeah it was like, Did it go to decision or? Oh yeah, and every anytime she got him, in, she got her in the clinch. She, Deanna was able to get out, and it was easy money. Okay, every round. But, but hey, that, yeah, that, oh, those fights. I think were, that's the right strategy, though. Sometimes the other person is just better at certain things. <laughs> fucking cans, but you could tell. You know how I could tell they're cans? They're fucking shorts. Why is it uh, have they're like just, the? They're, they're, it's, they look it's like sponsored by the local. They look like joint. boxing shorts. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> you know it's what's so funny? By, it's, you know? it's sponsored by condomdepot.com exactly. or the, the, those hey, old MMA that's sponsors. A, that's a good sponsor, man. Yo, they paid fighter back in the day. They paid fighters a lot of money. You could tell because they were pro, they were featured very prominently on the ass part yeah. of a lot of these board shorts that MMA fighters used to wear. So I'm not I'm not saying that as a as a dig. I'm just saying. I'm just making a reference to something from eight years ago. <laughs> Dude, I remember everyone was wearing Affliction shirts and American Fighter shirts. And like... uh, is, is American <laughs> Fighter and Affliction still around? Oh, no man. Way, well, speaking of someone who's still around, though, from that, that era, let's just jump on this real quick before we talk about this weekend. Eagle FC, Ooh. Kevin Lee versus Diego Sanchez. Uh... Diego Sanchez is not going to retire, dude. He he, he got pieced up. <sighs> he did get went to, went to a decision. He his face looked like hamburger meat, but Wait, he what? he's not he's not retiring. You know what though, man? I feel like he can. I, what he's his play is right now is he could stick around this organization and as long as he's not he's not fighting the Kevin Lees of the organization. I think, think he could probably still make a bunch of money. He looked. Honestly, he got pieced up or whatever, but he looked better than he has in the UFC for a long time. Probably because he's, you know, a little juicy. But On the it's vitamins, <laughs> vitamin, vitamins and minerals. Vitamin J. 
But <laughs> hey, man, just do what you got to do. You think uh, Khabib will do him any favors by making sure he's not embarrassed in future matchups? Oh yeah, just to make sure think, that he makes he makes a living. A, I think this was a test to be like, mm. should I keep Diego around? Yeah, he could fight some cam and make some money or be a gatekeeper of some sort. And he's a name. He's, he's a, a name. name for sure, man. So is Kevin Lee gonna be the star of that weight division in be. that in that promotion? I think he can be if because. He looked good. I mean, against the fifty-year-old <laughs> Diego Sanchez, but <laughs> at least it was a name versus a name, and uh, it's gonna do him good, I guess. And because Eagle FC's coming up, man. Like as long as he keeps signing all the, um, all the, all the, all, lower, all the, all the thrown all the away, soon, soon to come, Marlon Moraes is soon yeah, gonna hey, sign up. That would be a good <laughs> sign right there, though, man. Honestly, that would be a good sign. If he goes to Eagle FC or if he goes to... He, I don't think Marlon can make it in any other league. He can't go to Bellator. He can't, go to, he can't even go to uh, PFL. Like, he'll get smashed over there. Um, I, I say he goes to Eagle FC while the, the talent is, like, almost like his... Like, dude, Ray Borg is there? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's a, I don't know what weight class he's fighting in, but he could fight him at 35. Yeah, he fights at 35. But, but were you surprised when Sanchez announced that? Yo, I'm I'm not done. I, I see a title no, in my future. I don't think he gets a title, but you never know, man. Like if he plays, if he if he finds like it's kind of good for him right now because he can make his own path to a title because mm -hmm. he's such a big name. This is the the only thing he's got right now. The name, yeah, yeah. and and that these and he's already headlined this show. You know, it's like he's, right. he's, he's a headliner. Like, and he makes no and he makes news just staring at people at these yeah, weigh-ins. He's just that, he, he's so he, he makes buzz because of his intensity. That, I, I and the kind of pers that the persona Diego. that, that he Diego exudes. needs to come back. I'm pretty dude, sure the vitamins help. Forty-four <laughs> fights, dude. He's probably gonna try to make it fifty, and he's gonna call it quick. Yeah, I can just like make it a nice big even number. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, then good for him. Well, let's 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 look forward to this weekend. In terms of MMA, um, big MMA events, Bellator and one championship, and uh, ha they don't have anything coming up this weekend. So, but they have some big ones coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So we will talk about it in a future episode. So right now, uh, UFC is the only game in town, so to speak. Volkov versus Aspinall, a heavyweight matchup. This is in London, I was, by the way. Yeah, and I, I always get a little. Uh, I don't know, uneasy about heavyweights headlining a UFC <laughs> because oh, yeah. in the past, sometimes they're super exciting, you know, see Francis Ngannou, see Derek Lewis, um, see, you know, other big names. But other times it could be kind of, uh, you know, Snorfest. Oh, yeah. Um, so Volkov versus Arsenal. How do, how do you see this uh, unfolding? I think... Um... I think it's, I think I honestly think it's going to be a good fight, man. Uh, Volkov, he's coming off um, kind of a weird set of fights in the past few fights. Like remember he uh, lost against Cyril Gaon. Yeah. And then he won a like a unanimous decision. I think uh, maybe this is one of those fights that not really too much is at stake. Besides like Aspinall being kind of a um, like a prospect, he's coming up and he's. You know, he's he's fighting in his hometown, so he's he's gonna fight. 
you know, these and I think that's probably the big reason why he got the the main event, right? Yeah. And you know, Volkov, fuck man, how many fights did he have? I think, I think Volkov's gonna have a little bit too much experience. So, anywhere I agree that with that. Tom is gonna go, whether it's the grappling department or or striking, dude, you're gonna strike with Volkov. He fought Cyril Gunn. It was a decision. So there's plus no, plus when you when you use your formula, he's got a V and a K in his last name, yeah, Volkov. Exactly. So I mean, so it, it just spells almost win, certain victory. <laughs> you know, his well, country's at war right now. So. <laughs> so there's a lot of shit going on. Let's talk about one that has more implications in terms of rankings: the featherweight bout, Arnold oh, Allen man, versus man. Dan Hooker. What do you think about Dan That's Hooker number versus seven versus number eight in the featherweight rankings. Going back down though, that's. Oh, that's the big question mark, right? I think I'm I'm always a just from my perspective, I'm not a huge fan of people going down in weight, especially as they go later in their career. Look how big he is. And and I'm not talking about that, and I'm not saying Dan Hooker is like old. Yeah, he's huge. I guess is that a has he fought at Featherweight before? Yeah. One of oh, that's right, that's right. You're right. Actually, as soon as I asked that, I knew the answer. Um, he must see something there yeah. that he likes, uh, and and we know that at lightweight, those motherfuckers, even though they're fighting at one fifty five, they're huge. Yeah. So there must be something he likes better at featherweight. Ranking seven and eight, so there's going to be something at stake here. The odds are pretty as of right now. The odds are pretty much a pick 'em. Yeah, that's what I would say too, but. I don't know how that cut's going to be for him. He hasn't been to featherweight. Yeah, how long has it been, right? Yeah. And Arnold Allen's a fucking monster, man. Like, he's kind of relentless. I'm going to say... Man. I'm going to go with Allen just because there's a few less question marks. And And it goes around the weight cut. Just for the sake of competition, I'll go with Hooker. I'll say that his reach will be a little too much, but in reality, I think he's going to get subbed. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I say Hooker by decision, but he's going to get subbed. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to decide about you getting sub- submitted. <laughs> and uh, just another quick one. In terms of as we go down the line right Dude, here. How about Patty Patty Pimblet versus yeah, Kazula Vargas? Now, now I they're building up Patty to be the next big thing coming out of Great Britain, Ireland, that that whole aisle over there. Uh the odds are ridiculous. He's like a minus four ninety favorite. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what what are you seeing over here? I see. I say he's fighting in his hometown also, and it's like a big deal. He can't headline yet because he has to kind of prove himself, right? So he's going to try to put on a show for sure. And what is it just the bowl cut? Is it the bowl cut that's selling him? I know he's he's aggressive, he fights, but they give him the bowl cut. Yeah, the bowl cut. He can't wear wear the the Sakuraba shorts because those are (laughs) that, that was kind of his thing too. Where he was wearing those bright orange Sakuraba shorts. Oh, the the wrestling trunk yeah, yeah. style, the 
pro so, wrestling speedos. <laughs> so he's going to be wearing UFC shorts, um, but they didn't, you know, he's fighting a dude from Mexico. I don't know if he's probably from the interim gym, same party gym from, uh, from the uh, former uh, flyweight champ. Maybe, who knows? Maybe he's pretty good, but. Maybe. This is basically a build-up patty it is a build up type patty. of matchup, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because look, look at the experience already. Like, he has way more wins, way more experience. Kazula Vargas probably just agreed to it, but you never know, man. He could, you know, there's we, probably going to be people, it would probably be smart to bet on, on Vargas just because, you know, he does have three fights in the UFC. He has won his last one against a tough Chinese dude. And, um, so it might be a value bet. It might be, man, because Patty's going to come aggressive. If he can just pull some, some of that Canelo Alvarez <laughs> freaking counter body shot to the face type combo, maybe you could finish him, man. It's kind of interesting. Like we, I, I've, I bagged on Bellator for matching their future stars up yeah. against Cans, whereas UFC, I guess you could accuse them of doing the same yeah, thing. But they, but, there's but not they really hide. Any cans, though. They hide how. Yeah. Yes, they hide the canishness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they make it you so know that, who's gonna win, yeah. but you also feel like, oh, this guy's got a chance. <laughs> like the other week, I saw, I saw them. There was like this this one fight. I think they were just finding a late replacement or something like that. This dude had no business in there. Like, he was just finished so quick. I forget right. which fight it was, but who else? Is oh, how about... But Gunner? then the next one, yeah, because this is kind of the same yeah. kind of situation, same right? Thing, yeah. Gunnar Nelson versus Takashi Sato. Gunnar Nelson is a, a minus 450 favorite right now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's a big one. But again, it's also an interesting one because... This is another situation. You got to put another European on the card yeah. with Gunnar Nelson. He's a big name. He's on his way back. I think, is he just recovering from a long injury, right? Yeah, is but that he's what's going been on? on and off for a long time, man. There, I think UFC had some high hopes for Gunnar Nelson yeah. like a few years ago. Uh, he his, uh, every two years like that. Yeah, his elite grappling, his very tricky style of striking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Takashi Sato. Um, he, he gets subbed a lot, dude. So, so they basically probably... put him up against a submission exactly. specialist. So, okay. This is pretty much Takashi Sato's uh, walking paper fight. <laughs> this is uh, Gunnar Nelson's welcome back fight. And I'm not bagging on <laughs> the Japanese fighters, but they just they're they're striking. Some, they just wing too many shots sometimes, man. Like they 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 they're very wide on like right hand hooks. You know, like if they're mm. orthodox or or super wide shots, and I'm just like. And there is there has been some criticism of a friend of mine pointed out where he feels like a number of these fighters from Asia, you know, our thing here in America is like, whoa, that guy cuts too much weight. Mm -hmm. His criticism was that the fighters from Asia don't cut enough weight. Oh, like they like they, should go they, down they more. basically yeah, like they basically fight close to what they That's walk around so at in that kind of heart, which is kind of nice to see in a way, right? Well, this That's guy is five eleven. The kind of thing you want to see. This guy's oh, like is he five eleven? Yeah, but he's okay, a so maybe he should be like one sixty five or something. Maybe he's like a true pro, right? Yeah. Nah, I don't think he should be a welterweight though, because all the welterweights they're like six foot and up now, almost. Welterweights are another another uh, division that has monsters in it. So those are the only notable fights yeah. for me uh, as Craig. I look at Paul, this. Paul Craig? 
the freaking Scott, dude. Who's he fighting? He's fighting fucking um, Nikita Krylov. You're gonna fight. You're gonna fight. You're gonna bet against a guy that has a V in his last name. He lost to Magomed Ankalaev. Oh, more V's. <laughs> yeah. Beat Johnny Walker. Oh man. He submitted OSP. Lost the submission by to the champ or oh, the former champ Jan. So he's pretty good, but he has a lot of fights, dude. He's only thirty years old. Fuck. Paul Same Craig, busy. Paul Craig, though he um. He's a monster. He's a fucking. So this is that heavyweight. No, this is light heavyweight. Yeah. To light heavyweight. I, I'm okay. going with Paul Craig on this one, but look out for that. It's one. hard that's to it's be. hard to root against like the home kids, you know. Yeah, that's fine. But he's from Scotland, so that's pretty. Jack Shore. How about Jack Shore? I have no idea who that is. This guy, 15 and 0, young kid. He's only 27 years old. Nicknamed the Tank. He's a 35er. He's gotten a lot of uh, Cage Warriors experience, and um, you know, he's he's on his way up. Kind of a marketable name too. Against a, he's fighting Timur Valiev. Oh damn! Again, he's fighting guy with Dude, a bunch of V's yeah. in his last name. This kid, you this really, guy, you could tell breaking your own rule. You could already tell this guy wrestles. Why is <laughs> just, this? Just his face. Does he have? You know, you've heard of the term cauliflower ear. Does no. he have cauliflower he face? Wrestling face. <laughs> that cauliflower face. Oh yeah, yeah face. cauliflower face. That's what I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, he's yeah. got cauli- yeah, yeah, He's got cauliflower right. face. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's why. One one time I went to uh, one time after sparring a friend of mine, uh, he got uh, like kicked in the face, and oh. uh, the guy's toe cut my friend's septum on his nose. Oh. So I drove him to the emergency room. Uh, and so he had, they had to find a surgeon to sew up his nose a little bit and whatnot. So, and we decided to ask the doctor a question, you know, say, say you've, we've heard of ca- like cauliflower ear. Is there such a thing as cauliflower nose? <laughs> it just, the doctor kind of looked at us and, and kind of gave like a question. I guess like he said, he's never seen it, but he guessed he, theoretically it's possible if someone like jacks up their nose enough. <laughs> because it's just cartilage, right? Yeah. The ears cartilage, the nose cartilage. But I don't think there's enough like vessels that go through the nose to make it happen enough times. Damn. So crazy. if you're, uh, I want, I want to see that. I want to see the first UFC fighter that comes in and just cauliflower nose. Oh, you know who it is? It's I wonder if they never pass. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you know, I wonder if like certain athletic commissions they'll look at that and go, "We can't let you fight." Just look at you. You're so gonna you can't die. fight because you're ugly. <laughs> you can't fight the ugliness. Like that, that can't be right. It's like I'm breathing fine, doctor. I'm breathing. I'm pretty. I'm breathing perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Your cauliflower nose breaks certain medical rules we have. Yeah. It just. It's too weird. It's too weird. How about Meatball Molly McCann? Meatball. How dare you? Yeah. Also, Macron Americani. I think he reps. Um, He's repping London too. Well, um, you gotta again look. You gotta sell sell yeah, seats. All right. Yeah. You gotta get the. Ooh. You gotta get all the relatives to come out. All the friends dude, and college friends to come out and support. Nathaniel Wood. He was the one that lost to Casey Kenny, one of the Cardiosos guys. Uh huh. You he looked good against Casey Kenny, but he might be. Oh, this guy I've been waiting for. Ilya Toporia, the very first one. 
he was supposed to fight uh recently but he um he's the one that knocked out ryan hall uh when ryan hall oh, was right for, right uh, for the leg locks for the and the minari yeah, roll yeah, like yeah. Yeah, Ryan Hall went for like 50 Imanari rolls in a <laughs> row. And it's like, man, he must be really confident. And then yeah. just failed on one. And that's when, uh, Dude, yeah, and he's, he's got a V in his last name. So that's always a good sign. So he was supposed to fight. <laughs> um, yeah, he was supposed to fight. I think he got COVID recently. And then he was supposed to fight like some big fight. Anyway, pretty good. I think, dude, these fights are actually going to be pretty good. And if it's in London, it's probably going to be early in the day, right? 4 p.m. Eastern time for the main card. So that okay, so that's uh, one, 1 p.m. here. Yeah. So, and then 1 p.m. Don't have to wait to... for the prelims. So that's oof, like, that's like early morning prelims. Have yeah. so watch some fights over breakfast, guys. Yeah. Late late Saturday breakfast. Yeah, that that would be cool. Man. Well, let's jump a little bit into some notable MMA news. Yeah. Uh, ESPN announced that after. Francis is going to be on this little trip. But after he comes back, he's going to have knee surgery. So he is out nine months. So that puts the heavyweight division in a weird limbo because yeah. it's not guaranteed that he resigns yeah. his contract with the UFC. Who's the next person up, et cetera. But dang, nine months. Whew. There's just no luck out here for these pro athletes and these injuries. Yeah. They're probably going to come up with a with a uh, an interim belt interim again belt, yeah <laughs> and who better to fight for the interim belt than john jones john jones and stipe stipe or, yeah. yeah yeah or i would do it yeah they do john jones stipe right and then on the co-main they do tie to avasa and uh what's the fucking what's the other motherfucker's name and Derek lewis again no <laughs> Derek lewis again <laughs> Taito nah. Vasas versus Ciro Gan. Nah, uh, maybe Curtis Blades. <laughs> yeah, they should do Curtis Blades and him. Oh, that's a good. Oh, no, be, maybe nice Ciro Gan. That's what I just said, fool. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. That'd be a good one. They or maybe make it like a four. I know UFC doesn't do tournaments. Nah, but, but they you should do like just a. Put them in you could do like a. Yeah, yep. Put a double heavyweight event. And that'll make money. The return of John Jones. He's done beating, he's done headbutting police cars. And he's ready to actually uh do professional <laughs> fight. <laughs> Sorry, that was a low blow. Sorry, John. Um uh next news. Uh Joanna Yurchechek, she's not matched up yet, but she is just waiting for that big fight. She's not in a rush. She wants uh Waylay. Um, she's willing to wait for rose or carla and she i think she knows her value i think she knows her value fucking what is she doing though she's not even like i think she's just training she's not even ranked well i think it's one of those out of sight out of mind situations where you know you haven't been active in a while so the ufc is just gonna like we're just gonna remove remove this number we had next to your name but you know as soon as she she pops up you know she's gonna elevate a card, whichever card she's on. Yeah. Who should she so fight she's, though? I I think she's right to wait. I think she's right to wait because she has nothing to gain by fighting anyone lower than any of those three. Hmm. She already beat. You know what I mean? Sparsa. She really she really waxed her. You know, and she 
Now, the way she lost to to Rose, like like both times, I mean, it's hard for her for anyone to make an argument that she deserves Rose. But I think because of that fight of the year she had with uh, Wei Li, I I would man just like I want to I want to see that rematch. I want to see that rematch. Yeah, that would do good business for everybody. Well, I think I think she should fight. Probably Marina Rodriguez because uh, Marina Rodriguez okay. pretty much looks how um, how you want to look before just kind of like a terrorizing striker, right? So I say she sets up like if she really gets like a top five fight, she fights Marina Rodriguez on the same card as Whaley Zhang and Carlos Barza because Rose. I don't know who Rose is gonna fight though. Who's Rose fighting? No, Rose is supposed is supposed to fight Carla. Oh, she's supposed to fight Carla? Yeah. Ah, fuck. Well, I guess Mackenzie Dern can come in the mix. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who else are they gonna put there? Yan Jiangan lost her last Mc... fight, dude. Well, so Mackenzie Dern is is number five. Nina Nunes, she's in between camps right now. She's not fighting. Michelle Watterson, she had to she had to come out of a fight. Uh, yeah, she, she had a serious injury. Yeah, she had a serious injury. She had a very serious injury. So then Marina Amanda Rebus, I mean, she's not that great now, honestly, man. Like she was great before, but Anna would lift whoever she's matched up against. So yeah. I think what's going to happen she she wants to waylay fight because it's going to be a good at least a good payday, and then what regardless of what happens there. Either she moves up, she goes down, then, okay, fine. I'll fight the next big star up-and-comer, maybe Marina. Yeah. I, and I think because she built that division, she's earned that. So that's my take on it. Yeah, you're right. I, I say Mackenzie Dern bypasses Jan Jonan and Marina Rodriguez because there's going to be some weird shit going on. Is she even in the same division as you are? <laughs> she's got to be. No, she's not. There's no way. We're talking about 115, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no way Mackenzie Dern makes 115. Why is she Mackenzie ranked? Dern fights at 115. Why is she ranked? She's a 125-er. Nah, dude, she's not even ranked on on uh, on uh, on flyweight. She's only ranked on strawweight. Really? Yeah, dude. That's got to well, be a mistake. Just, this is UFC's website, so I don't know. This has got to be a mistake. That's what I'm saying. Well, did she struggle making 125? <laughs> oh, what do I know? I don't know. Here? Maybe something's changed. Maybe something's changed. I just have a hard time seeing her in that hey, division. But, that, but, dude, strawweight is deep. There was, uh, there was one chick. Her name was Luana Pinheiro. Yes. She was the one that fought the girl on, on Contender Series. She fought the girl from Dragon House. Oh, no, she didn't fight Dragon House. She fought Stephanie Frosto. She knocked her out. I remember that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty... She's she's going to come up, too. But 25 also looks crazy. Well, how about, the, how about your boy, Kevin Holland, man? Dude, I saw the video this morning. <laughs> so this, this new is so... Yeah. Kevin Holland, another MMA fighter, and a, a random third person at this Japanese restaurant um, in a town, I guess, in Houston. They were they were having dinner. It was like 1130 at night. And some gunman was outside. He fired a shot, I guess, around the bar area. Mm-hmm. 
And oh, so Kevin Holland, this other, his, his friend who's also an MMA fighter named Robinson, I guess, and some random third customer from the restaurant, they go out and they take this gunman down and hold him down. They call the police. Police take him into custody. <laughs> Kevin Holland was like, he did it like, a, I think an Instagram live or something yeah, afterwards. Dude. He was pretty clearly drunk too. <laughs> so- yeah. He's drunk at a fucking Japanese restaurant and subdued a fucking gunman, dude. That's crazy. I would. Be I'm like, curious. I'm curious to see what the total story here is with like what what happened. All I can say is to be young, to be young, like if to I be young, no kids, young, like drunk, no, and yeah, yeah and uh, so he and, he's you know good for him for doing that. He's well, him, hero. him, the other guy, and him and two other guys. It wasn't just him alone. It wasn't like Kevin Holland put on a Batman cape and went <laughs> crime fighting. Yeah, it was just it's him and two other people that decided just take matters into their own hands with that situation. Uh, luckily, no one got hurt. So just I'll just say say that. But I guess when you're an MMA fighter, I guess there's that psychological profile of you being uh, not necessarily risk averse. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess it takes a certain uh, psych profile to yeah. be able to put yourself in that kind of a situation. You gotta have some fucking cojones, man. A lot of weird, like a lot of uh, um, uh, remember years ago, John Jones, like before his title fight against Shogun, him and two of his coaches, yeah. like like ran down this I mugger. Remember, yeah, <laughs> it's that was on the freaking embedded. <laughs> yeah, also I think. So yeah, these are you know these pro fighters. They're, they're wired a little bit differently than a lot of us, I guess. You imagine seeing a pro fighter at a restaurant. What do you do? I'm gonna be a fanboy. Be like, hey man. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know that actually happened to a friend of mine. Uh, the first time that Pride came out to L.A., um, what? some friends of mine did a road trip. Uh, Who's watched they the event. See? They went to a local Denny's and they Denny's. ran into a big nog. Oh, you can't miss that guy. Yeah, um, they they ran into Big Nog Noguera at at a Denny's at like late night, <laughs> and, it, and it was so funny because uh, they're sitting at a booth. They see Big Nog at a nearby oh booth, God. and there's like four of them, my friends, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're just chilling, they're eating, and one of my friends, he goes, he looks, he and he and they're talking. He said, you know, it should be. Should we go ask if we could take a picture? But or maybe we shouldn't bug him because you know we we should be cool. We should just stay here and be cool. Meanwhile, my buddy who's sitting next to him is like, you know, he's freaking out. He wants to go ask for this picture. He so he tells my friend, he goes, if you don't move out of the fucking way right now, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> so it's just like, oh shit. So they went up and big nog, they said he couldn't have been cooler. He couldn't have been nicer. It was like, it must have been like close to 2 a.m. at this random Denny's. And he was so cool about taking pictures with my friends. So there, yeah. So take take your shot, guys. Not, not a literal shot like this idiot in fucking Houston. But like take a shot and ask if you see these guys. Most of these fighters are super cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd be a fanboy. <laughs> Would you be like throwing your underwear at them? Yeah. Who would you throw your underwear at? Oh, Fedor. Uh, no. <laughs> Probably Sexy Yama, dude. <laughs> ah. 
Oh, yeah. Speaking of, he, he's fighting Aoki. Yeah, dude, they got like some a, bad blood or something. I mean, Did I didn't you see know the build they had, up on that. I didn't, I didn't know they had bad, bad blood. Did you see the build up? They, the little promo they cut for it. No, no. You know what's so funny is I've never really heard Shinya Aoki talk. That guy fucking talks like a fucking zombie, dude. I think oh, he's punch no, drunk. No, 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 no. I think I think he's punch drunk. I think even though he's he's a grappler, he's mostly grappling uh, based uh, fighter. I think, especially these foreign fighters, you know, when you don't speak their language, yeah. you don't know what they sound like. It turns out maybe a lot of them in their in their native tongue, they sound like the punch drunk fighters we're fans of yeah. here in the U.S. Seriously, <laughs> but that's gonna like be a friend a of my, fun fight. Like a friend of mine was telling me um, that. That Manny Pacquiao speaks Tagalog the same way he speaks English. Exactly. Like it's the same. It's the same. But of course, I think Tagalog is <laughs> not his native tongue. You know, he's Visayan, yeah. so maybe that has something to do with it. But I don't know. Maybe he's just. I think punch. I think punch drunkenness translates and transcends borders and languages. <laughs> Speaking of Manny, is he still running for pres? Yeah, I to it. I don't. I have no idea what's going on in the scene with a uh, with the political scene. But I, I, I think yeah. I, I think I am gonna uh, take uh, some. Well, I'm not gonna take a gander. Um, uh, I'm what I was gonna say was I'm just gonna. I think I am gonna look at their paperwork of doing a the dual citizenship hey. uh, for U.S. And that way, I guess it's easier to travel to the Philippines once I decide to uh, go out there and visit for a while. Get a wife out there. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. But just for the the travel convenience of it. So some yeah. friends of mine are gonna look into it as well. And you might might end up looking into it as well for yeah. you and your family too, man. Uh, something crazy that I learned over the weekend. I had lunch with uh, my cousin that was in town from the Philippines, and uh, he was he's been stuck there for a while. You know, from the lockdown, they were they weren't really having travel over there, so he's been there for for a minute. And he, uh, you know, he was a military guy here in the army, and he was born and raised in the Philippines. He came here when he was like ten, but uh, he told me what he was into, and he's been doing some really cool stuff with uh, land development and I guess land is pretty cheap out there. So hmm. he buys land and he, um, he helps people build houses out there that want to, you know, build oh, houses nice. out there. So um, shout out to him uh, doing a damn thing out there. I got to say though, the, the Gucci um, flip flops were a little much for a restaurant in San Mateo, but <laughs> thanks for buying my ribeye dude. <laughs> yeah. You can't complain ribeye. about if the guy's buying you the ribeye. You can't complain about what yeah, he's wearing. Yeah, I'm feet. gonna do a review on uh, <laughs> pinstripe, pinstripe out there in uh, San Mateo at the freaking mall. Have you been there, Carlos? No, I haven't. So I Hillsdale's been—they've done this big renovation on their uh, food court and their eating areas. They put a bunch of restaurants in there. I went to this place called Pinstripe. Great drinks. Okay. My cousin got me some uh, old fashioned. He was paying, so I took full. So he says, "I'll have page one." Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I bought, I got the ribeye. It's pretty thin, guys. Pretty thin. I'm a steak guy. If you if you're selling a ribeye on your menu and it's thirty four dollars, it's gotta be, it's gotta be thick. Wasn't Damn. thick. Well, things are expensive nowadays too. That's what so. I'm saying. So, drop the price on the thin steak, buddy. <laughs> hey, and over the weekend, I but tried. Thin, can you even call it a fry, rib, a ribeye? You can't. It's not that thin shit's thin. a fucking. That's like a chicken fried steak. That must be like the ribeye they sell, like when they're selling like a ribeye sandwich. That must be the exactly, cut they use for their dude. sandwiches. You're yeah, so right. that's no Should've good. Got a steak there. The 
It's right? no they're, good, man. They're known for their burgers. But I had I had In and Out, you know, a few hours before, and I tried your your uh, the four by four grilled onions to, only. I'm gonna be Would honest. You? I'll be frank. I went three by three instead because okay. um, yeah, you I had I a lot of meat that day. I didn't. So you that's had what a, I'm saying. You had a three by three. You had a steak later that day. Exactly. What's the with so you? my you shit. The it's next a vegetable day was, boy. You know, <laughs> it was soft serve. Uh, so yeah, I tried the three by three with the grilled onions. I think we should have a name for it, dude. What do you? What are, we're gonna call it what? The, the, the three by three. The, the mighty beast or the Carlo beast? The mighty. Like, <laughs> can I get the? Well, Car- we gotta think about that. We gotta Carlo think about beast that style, one. and that's that's yeah. Uh, and you could dip four, it in ketchup. Three by three or four by could, four. Yeah, you, you had the two fries. Yeah, I always get two fries. I just yeah, like, my, you, my 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 wife dip- gets one, and then my kids get they share one, and I get my own. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and then you could take the you could take the burger, dip it in you know the ketchup and everything, yeah. and just damn. Yeah, I, after talking about that, I had to get a burger last weekend too. Yeah, <laughs> I went to a local spot uh, out here in San Francisco on West Portal. Great spot called Ooh. a family-owned place called Bull's Head. Yeah, dude, is that the one with the buffalo burger? Yes. Yeah. So dude. you could get you could get uh your patties, you could turkey patties, bison or oh, beef. Bison, yeah. Yeah. So they have all these different types of burgers. Um, you could buy c- different cuts of steaks out there too. You can great, like raw. Gr- great spot, yeah. What? I don't see why. Oh, I, I don't see why not. They display them. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. So, great spot, family owned, been around forever. Yeah, I had what they called the morning glory. So what is so that? So it's it's like. Think about a bacon cheeseburger, but with a, a fried egg in there too. Oh shit! So awesome, awesome. Had that with onion rings. Maybe that's why I felt like I I didn't want to do anything on Saturday after yeah, I ate that. I just wanted to. I just wanted to see. Yeah, I had the itis. I just wanted to stare <laughs> at my wall the rest of the weekend. So what? How's the rest of your week looking, bud? So uh, I'm supposed to train tonight. I don't know if I will. Depends. Yes, and, you uh, will. You're, you're gonna you're gonna train. You're gonna train. I'm supposed to train tonight, get some rounds in, uh, and then I work tomorrow, and I work Thursday, and I think, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be taking a few days off just uh, to kind of pre-plan for some some big project that we're gonna do, and yeah, man, can't wait. Well, hope uh, hopefully that planning is uh, to. Uh start the whole how to use your iPhone to market yourself uh, class. Something similar. similar. Oh, okay. All right. I'll sign that. I'll sign up for that. Coming soon. Yeah, don't don't make bets on our picks, guys. Fuck, man. We're going to freaking lose you guys money. Well, I don't even even bet on my own picks. Well, I don't gamble at all, so. We're not gamblers. We're not gamblers. We don't like losing money. But... That's going to do it for today, guys. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification button to make sure you know when we have new episodes. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Sean underscore Pierre underscore. And yours, Carlo. Instagram, Hopkey1. Twitter, Hopkey11. Don't forget to visit Hopkido USA for your jujitsu, Muay Thai, Hopkido, everything. Everything they got over there. Do you guys do a screamer now? You guys been? Yeah, we have a screamer class on Tuesday nights. Screamer, one of the only local places, by the way, that's doing it. Uh, don't forget to hit up Magala Jiu Jitsu here in the Mission and Fight Culture in 
Daily City to other hills. Uh, hey, we're gonna be coming out with merch soon, guys. It's gonna be fun. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. Watch the fights. Yeah, please. <laughs> Fill us in on what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.